What is up, people? Thing. Otherwise, it would become like a parachute. I hope you guys like, you know, cheered on your computer side. So, you know, I'm, like, I'm way back there. So I'm Jesus says it over and over again. Don't That's lord right. over anybody. That's what the world is. Pretty live, huh? It's pretty hot, mate. But the minute you think like Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. You know, so, Roger, yeah. we welcome to like Thursday Night Bible Study. We, we have to tell ourselves, no, we, we have, have like Christ. No, fantastic no, no. thing to bring you tonight, if we go to Mark. If we go to Mark. Otherwise, we have fantastic things if someone takes us somewhere else. Uh, you know what I mean? It's fantastic well, I, either way. That's also going to go back to that question. Hey, I bring that question to the table. Calling. <laughs> your what? calling. Oh, your calling, okay. Okay. Now, calling and gift, are they the same? You're, yeah, yep, you, you I don't think you're calling. Yeah, I don't think you can do your calling without the gift. Right. They go but, hand in hand. They're but the they same. are two different things. You get your have, God gave you, but your calling is what you're called to serve the Lord with. Right. More like your pur- purposes. You know, God, God's purity or purpose, purpose, a lot of purposes. You know, yeah. I think he created us all for the same purpose. I agree. Yeah. And he uses our gifts to accomplish it because we are the body of Christ. Hey, and he gives hey, each one of us with something. Right. Like if, you know how it says in the Bible, we were all an eye? Well, where would the sense of smell be? You know, so so we all have different. Yeah, the body's all doing that. So with the together. calling, yeah. with the calling um, right. you have to be in the Word, right? Listen to the Lord. To see mm-hmm. to speak to you, what is it? Because there are different callings, right? Just like the mentioned. No, see, I don't see it that uh, way. No? I could be wrong, but I'm just going to tell you what I see, okay? Mm-hmm. I see our calling is to be like Him, to surrender everything and be like Him, mm-hmm. and then um, to use that to save the lives of everyone around us. Yeah. And so I believe we all have the same calling. I believe right. the gifts, I believe the gifts we use for that calling. And uh, and uh, um, and I also believe that that like you and I working together, right. even if we're doing something different, but we're doing it for the Lord, with each other in the Lord, it's going to accomplish those things. Right. You can see what I'm saying? But I could be wrong. I mean, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I'm not a scholar. It's it's unique in the fact that um, we have the same purpose, but uh, we have different different people, different different people that he puts in our path. And so people that people that Matt could reach, maybe you couldn't reach, or you can reach, or you know, people you can reach, Matt can't reach. Um, family members, stuff, people that you're more intimate with, and you can relate to them on one-on-one, and they'll listen to you. You can say things to them that other people couldn't. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, I could tell Jordan, hey, you sneeze. You need to put some deodorant on. But yet I wouldn't tell a complete stranger that, you know, because that's, that's rude. But I tell, I could tell Jordan because I'm close to him and I love him. And, and he, well, he's my son, but, you know. So in that, I mean, to treat everyone that we, way. We do have unique, unique, uh, 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 um, um, godly opportunities. Right, opportunities. Yeah. So, yeah, we're woven into the timeline. Yeah. So for the calling, you know, like, you know, so, okay, I'm just going to say, if I'm calling to become a pastor, I feel it. Is that a calling or yeah. not? <clears throat> Maybe. I mean, for me, for me, I'm going to, 
For me, I was gifted with it. Right. Okay. Like, because yeah. like for me. How could it be? Like, okay, I'm gonna just explain for me, okay? But everybody's different, like Paul said. But I have a way about me where I can be with you when you're going through something, and not where everybody's. Not not. If I wore everything that I went that everybody's going through, I would be a mess. But I could be with you in everything and not be a mess. Because that's my character. I am Jay. Get it? <clears throat> and, um, and then at the same time, I mean, I didn't even learn to read till I was in the I, I grew no, up on OBS. Yes. OBS. You know, never went to school or any of that stuff, right? And um, I'm uneducated, all this stuff. I, I, couldn't, I was super shy. I couldn't talk in front of people. You know, but when I get the gospel in, in my hand, you know, because it's in my heart, and I get in front of people, I just share what's it, what's there, and, and and the truth is, it's the spirit that moves you. So somehow, I was, I guess I was called to that. So it could be a calling. I guess I was called to that, but it was, it was something God gifted me with. I didn't have. What's with the young kids like that? You get what I'm saying? Right. It's like an old man now. You know, when I listen this week. Remember I was telling you on yeah. Tuesday, I already heard it twice in yeah. one week. So it a lot, of, like, lot of, a lot of hopeless people. Yes. So the card, yeah, I'm like, hmm. I was like, how, you know, how do you know? The I think we're all called here. to that. Mm -hmm. I think God uses our gifts and makes up the body to do all those things. Yeah, I could be wrong, but it could be used the same way. You can use that as calling. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I just, I just, I, I, I'm trying to put him in perspective in our lives. Just like, like Brother Paul says, you know, there are some people, you know, can reach to, you know, young, you know, young that knows the words, you know, they're, they can reach to these young kids. Not like a really, you have to kind of be able to, hey, I've been there, grow, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. you know. When I was a youth pastor, I reached the kids so easy. Yeah. I'm not that person anymore now, mm -hmm. but um, but I could probably show somebody how to do it. But I was real good with with kids. It was real simple for me. Um, but uh, but it, it goes back to what I was telling you because you have to spend the time with them. You know, spend time with them. Yeah, listening to them, understanding yes. them, and trying to figure them out so you can help them. You know what I mean? And, and by doing so, that's what you help them with. Get it? They can't hear us? Right. Yeah, listen, listen. What we've got here is failure to communicate. That's right, that's right. <laughs> so many just can't reach. <laughs> but I was sharing, I was sharing my son, and that's what I, I want to ask for prayer because I feel it in my heart. He's thinking, he's digging. Okay? Just like, is it Jacob? Is it Jacob? That was digging the water, or was it Joseph? Jake as well. Jake as well. As I was telling him today, I said, "You know what, son? You're 
you're digging, you're seeking, you're knocking. Now it's time for you, because he's the one calling. What What do you What do you think about calling? What the, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so anyway, so I said, you know, church, today I did say, you know what? You are oh, seeking yeah. and you're knocking. Now it's time for you to pick the word and sit and listen to him. Open the door. Open the door for him. He wants your attention. So it's time. So then I was like, I illustrated, it's like Jacob. Jacob just kept digging. They kept saying, water's not coming out. Water's not coming out. But he did it. He was focusing what God promised. And he was digging and digging and boom, all of a sudden, and he kept, he kept going, he kept going underneath, 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 and boom, next you know, there comes water, splash water. And that well was still there in Jesus' day, yeah. probably still there today. No, we didn't so, pray in yet, Mary. So yeah, mm -hmm. so, interesting. Again, waiting, I have interesting questions all the time. <laughs> mm -hmm. he, pu he puts those ideas in me, my son, and I. Did you show a picture of Jesus at the door? There's no doorknob. Did you ever see that? There's no door on all those pictures. There's no doorknob because we have to open the door. Kick it in. Tell him what's up, bro. <laughs> what I do. What up, bro? That's funny. He knocks, and next thing you know, Jacob's right there. What's up, bro? <laughs> the, only, the only other one I saw a picture like that, I think I mentioned it a while back, but it kind of blew my mind when I saw it because there was a man reaching up to God, and God's hand was all the way down, ready to grab him. Right when he gets to God's hand, his finger turns down. Because that's the way we are, you know? We want it, we want God. Oh, you're thinking of the picture of Adam and... But no, we only get so far. No, I'm talking about in, in uh, at the Vatican or something, right? On the cathedral? Oh, oh yeah. That is that Jesus is. and God. No, it's not. It's God, God and Paul. Oh, Adam. Sorry, Adam. So he gets gets that far and he just turns away. I didn't. It's wow. just the way we are sometimes. sometimes. You know what I mean? And a lot of times I think we're always focusing on the chaos. Cool. on the situation instead of I listen to you know this is but what does this say you know I learned that today that I was like I was cooking dinner and stuff and I was listening to it you know and I like that little analogy because in other words stop focusing what is the situation instead of focusing we need to write here what does says, the Bible say the Bible says that we need to put uh our focus and everything on the things that above, not the things here. You understand? Our yes. faith isn't in what we can see or smell or touch. Our faith is in Him. But and that's the problem with so many people. They get de they get derailed and detoured, you know, because of all the chaos in their life. You know, I probably my life has chaos in it, but I don't see it because it, yeah. it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. You get it? Yeah, I do. You get to the point where it just doesn't mean anything. It really, it doesn't. And then, and I, use your telescope. And I listen today too, like a lot of times mm -hmm. we, um, you know, when we share things instead of what the Bible says, and I see what you're saying that people get caught and, and kind of get a little bit, because I learned today was instead of us, um, <coughs> You know, we share what's happening, but we should be 
what does this say? Not what what God does this and this is what this says. I learned that today. And it was really deep for me. And I, I tears came out of my eyes because the Holy Spirit today was just working in me. I don't know why, but I think he was use, using me. And he was using me to talk to reach to my son. I really feel that in my heart. So I was like, and that's what I kept saying. Don't focus on, on that. What does what does this say? What does this want? What it's right there. Don't say what this what God's done this and that. And remember what we were talking about earlier? We need to take this literal. Mama, like one hundred percent literal, right? And we need to accept whatever God's telling us, you understand? But we're not the we're not the one who uh, so in other words we can't we can share literal everything, but we have to do it in love because we're not we're not the one who that's where we fall short sometimes is we start to share it like hey this and that, that. but we need to share it. But we need to know that it's him and not us. Because we're we're the same as the people we're sharing it with. No matter how good we think we got. You get what I'm saying? There's a there's a fine line there, but I but like I had to deal with my son about it because he's like, Well, I don't understand if, he, if this is that and then I go, Look, son, if you uh, we're not okay. We can share something without condemning somebody, right? When we condemn somebody, then we're taking the rule of God because it's something that we think they did or didn't do. But we don't even know what's in their heart. Only he does. It's not, it's not like Sally. Get it? There's so enough for like two bowls if somebody wants some or three bowls. What is it? It's good. It's good. I have bowls. What's in there? I wish I could. That's all I need. That's all I need. That's all I need. That's all I need. No, no, no. Give it to somebody. She has need. Yeah, give it to her. No, I have some. You guys want some? I'll get a bowl. Just a little bit. I already ate a burrito. I got you. Oh, man. Let me have a chip. I'll try it with a chip. That's what you're supposed to try with. Oh, let me have a chip. Yeah, do it. It's so long. Yes, ma'am. No, it's great. Yeah. Keep, oh, keep bringing it. it. <laughs> I have a Is lot. That? I have a lot. I do. Because Tim and I, that we're all So that's why I have to be like, you like it. Really? Right right can I use my teeth? <laughs> what the fuck? I learned to say, let me see what's going on. Let's see. Did you get my text? No. I was so busy, I'm like, oh my god. Hey, you got another text? Hey, you're like the luckiest person in the world. You want to know the real truth? Hey, no, no, no. Cody there and I had her to the phone. <laughs> there's like um, right now, cabbage and onion and she, she picked this up at the middle of the night. He said there was spoon toe. I didn't have enough a lot. I guess the mom took that. back. Sounds better. I came back and I was like, oh, damn. Yeah, I have better. Sounds good to me. Very bomb. Oh. She went back and I'm just Oh, she's got the deal. Don't take the good stuff over to him. Over to me. Don't bring it Did you just get juice or did you get chicken? Are there chicken in there? Oh. <laughs> it almost jumped in. 
it's all this. You have this too. Don't you find your soul? Find your soul. Now I just want to the soul. That's the best part. How do you eat corn? Because corn is not for you. You're not worried. Mm-hmm. It's the Dorian. You guys have that like. Similar like similar you guys have those meat pancakes. Those are so fire, dude. Now he's even getting more excited. He's like, oh. I don't know. Friend is going to do that. Okay, so bring the whole baby. Empanada? Is that what Every time I cook, I don't have, I'm always missing some kind of ingredient. Oh my god. And I always hear my mommy that. Where could you die? <laughs> from Central America. It is very similar to Puerto Rican dish. Um, Alright, so let's pray and we'll get started. Yeah, guys? You guys ready to pray? Yes. Hi, Kathy. Hi, MJ. Hi, Joe. Hi, Roger. You guys all ready to pray? Anybody else is in there? And hi, Kathy. Heavenly Father, we come to you today. Um, we ask for your blessing, Lord, that, uh, that you can set our minds straight and our hearts right, Lord. That uh, you can help us in our day with what you have to share today. Where, um, Help us uh, hear what we have to hear, and not only just hear it, but live it, Lord, so we can experience you throughout our day, and we can be encouraged and share with others so they can see you, Lord. Uh, bless tonight's service, and your study, I mean, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, hey. No, thank you. Preaching is fun. I don't, I don't write around. I love, I love the Bible studies. Preaching is fun. I always love the Bible studies too. Sometimes it's like. Talking to a I try to encourage people. About Bible studies? No, I'm on Sunday service. Oh. The last time we were trying to get everyone to interact with us, people we were like shy and scared. Yeah, I get you, bro. Yeah. But I just wanted like a like there was that one where everyone at the end jumped in, and that was exactly what we wanted the whole time. We wanted that for the first two weeks too. <laughs> yeah, we wanted that the whole time. <laughs> That was beautiful. <laughs> but so, yeah, I do um, child care at the Rock. So I serve. I go to service and then I serve. So I have missed um, last service because I had work. So I serve. That's why. No, don't worry. No worries. Got to where he needs you. That's what I tell everybody. They're like, how'd you get this job? I just go where he tells me. No, God puts you where he needs you to be. Yes. Yes. Isn't that what I said? Yes. <laughs> In your own way. Oh. You just like added like B to B. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not about us, it's about him, you know? Right. Um, all right. Okay. No, it was good either way. Okay. I'm not picking on you. No, no, no. 
I would have corrected myself if I said it that way. That's the only reason why I even said anything. Mm -hmm. You hear me correct myself from the post all the time. So it comes out wrong. I'm like, wait a minute. That, that, that went against my spirit, and I said it. <laughs> so are we going to go We're gonna go to Mark 2 today, or does someone got something? Mark 3. Is it two. Mark 3? No, it's 2. Oh, I'm ahead of you then. Well, yeah, you have to 23, huh? 19. 218, you guys not been paying attention or what? It's been a while since we've been to Mark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark 3. I said you're going based on last week. We even go to Mark 3 last week. I know. <laughs> Mark chapter 2. Well, you might have been gone. We, we did do 2. We did Levi and everything, didn't we? We did Levi. We didn't go through the question about fasting or the Okay, that's or right. The You're right. Seven. That's where we ended. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we didn't do the fasting. Okay. But, or we have the Lord. But we're actually in Corinthians. This is the Lord of Sabbath. Or in Corinthians. You do, girl. Uh, he got you. Yeah, you know, he got me good. It sounds like Paul wants to take over us. 1313. Oh. I love cabbage. Oh, I got it. Help, help remind us of something. First, first, first. 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 Oh, first. Oh, first. Keeps coming back in. That's it. Came back. In my mind, it was like way longer. Came back. It's paraphrased. It says, and now these three remain. Now these three remain. Oh, okay. Faith, hope, and love. Faith. First Corinthians thirteen thirteen. And now these three things. Uh, now these three remain. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Now I say, I think I said it one night too, is that the love is love is the greatest because love is e eternal. Faith and hope are going to disappear when we're with Him because there's no longer a faith. You can't have faith in something you see because the faith is a belief in something you cannot see, right? And so you can't have faith in something you see because He's there, right? And and hope hopes are eternal hope what we live for, what what's going to happen beyond. And when we're there, we no longer hope for it because we already have it, right? But love, love remains. Yeah. That's the, the first part of that, what you were saying? Right now, he lives in us, right? Right. But in Revelations, it says that we will live in him eternally. So right now, he lives in us, but when we're there, we're going to be in him. You get it? Because there's not going to be any sin. I'm just so None of the things that we fight for right now against Christ to be our own person isn't going to exist. That's why we need to surrender it now, so we can live like now, like it's going to be eternal, right? And as it is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Get it? Far out, huh? Isn't that like the same? Like, don't worry about the things what the world has to offer. Just. It's funny because we struggle with things every day, all day. Okay? And when we struggle with them, we're struggling against ourselves because we were already supposed to already have given those up. You get it? So our fight is against us, ourselves. Well, in that the same thing, not letting go of pride. 
for not letting go. I was going to tell you, remember, I was almost saying when I was saying it, you and I talked about it on Tuesday, Tuesday yeah. that pride is the beginning of every sin. Every sin yeah. And that's control. Mm -hmm. I brought this up, I think, before, but I, I like going back to it. It's like, is that if you read the book of Judges, um, when they were when when Joshua died, they lived uh, they lived in the Promised Land, and there was no king for four hundred years, and they lived as what man thought was okay, right? And in doing so, in their journey to the Promised Land, they they left uh, they left certain types of people in there in the Promised Land and deal with them their whole life, right? It's the same thing when we give our life to Christ, right? That uh, we leave certain things in there instead of give them all up, right? So when you read the book of Judges, it's like it's like a spinning image of your walk with the Lord, and you can see where you compromise your, your faith because of certain things that you've just left in there, you know? And I love it because it really, it really. Like, it, it was one of the, like, you know, like, the Lord was working with you and broke you and you, you said you were crying? It was one of those moments with me, too. You know, like, you get choked up over it and, and, and you're like, oh, man, like, I failed so much. I always fail, you know? But, but you remember, it's not you. It's, it's, it's Christ. And, and instead, instead of, like, beating yourself down with it, you go, oh, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the next right thing. I failed this time, but I'm gonna do the next right thing. You know, that's what you get from it. Like, and, and that's like what I've been always like, uh, uh, not striving for, trying to remind myself, do the next right thing, do the next right thing, you know? I used to always say, just get up, just get up. Yeah. Don't stay in there, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, but that's what that's what, it, what you were just talking about reminded me of is that is that we leave that sin there, yeah. you know, and that's the, 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 what was it, the Jebusites, the Perizzites, the Perizzites. flashlights, the, <laughs> the snowbites, the, you know, all of them. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, when, when, when he was talking right now, I used to share this all the time, too. Um, it was like Israel, if, if one person messed up, God punished all of them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now, now the way a whole nation was punished, you know, or, or the way a whole nation was was um, rebuked or whatever, you know, we have an individual walk with God. He doesn't hold what I do against you or you or you or you, you know what I mean? But he wants to take all of us who get up and him, right? Because he covers us. He wants to take all of us who get up to build a nation. Because yeah, after the 400 year period, right? he says a righteous uh, priest got named himself. Yeah. Yeah. You know. George says, God bless everyone. Love you and miss you all. What off, is up, George? Off topic, someone punched my dad. <laughs> okay. Run over there. Hurry. That sounded worse on, on online than it looked in person. But. Question. <laughs> I love her. Why is that in general we don't let go? I mean, it's a sin. But why do we still want to 
knowing the truth, knowing that God gave you a little bit of the blessings, because I don't know, I think it was Selma said it last Tuesday, you know, he has greater things for you and good things for right. you and blessing, but he gives you a little bit so you could, exp but he's ready to give you Everything. Everything. Why, if we know, the Bible says he will withhold nothing from us. Yes, but why do we? Why do we fight well, that? Because we're, we're controlling. We're human. We're, yeah, we still want to. That's will. exactly because yeah. we're human. We're uh, creatures that have it. Yeah. You, you got it. It's hard to break it back. And habit. also break it down all the way to it's like it's hard to break an old life. Four. from the from the <laughs> smallest thing. What do you think that would look like? Define. Define. Um. What is it that you keep doing, all the way to the the the, the, the inner core? Like if it one word to the sum to sum everything up, what would it be? I thought she was going to answer. No, I thought you were waiting for her. Pride. Oh, but it goes. It goes. Where does pride come from, though? It so, now there you go. Selfishness. You can root it down to it. So you got to think of like everything. The reason why we keep doing it, like, because we still want our time. We still want to do our things, and that's why those things and still I exist. That we don't want the pain because the pain, when we let those go, pain comes, and the enemy's told messing with you spiritual yeah I experienced it that until and, you get to uh, until you get past it to get past that but some people with that you know most people most not people some. not some, most will not go through it because they don't want to feel that pain and sound okay. like no let's go but just like you said go through it you will pass it poof mm -hmm. a whole Change. It will change. Selfish, disobedience, George says. Hey, George is on track. You know, it should be here. He also said, long arms on the bottom. That's what I used to, I used to call, I used to call his mom or, or somebody and tell him to tell him to smack him for me. And then I, and I'd say, put him on the phone. So you don't have to be there, punk. That's the long arm of the law. I, I, I wasn't even there. I was working or something. You learn it? You have one on the way. Anyways, um, changes. Like, yeah, yeah changes. but there's a depth to that that, that I want you to understand because it's beautiful. I don't even know if I'll be able to say it right, but do it. I said it earlier. I said it earlier that there might be chaos all around me, but I don't know it. it, it, it sometimes I do. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I get caught up, you know, but it doesn't doesn't last long because it's not who I am anymore. You get it? There, there's uh, I've walked away from uh, everything before to follow the Lord. I walked away from everything uh, in order to do the right thing before. And I'm talking about financial, jobs, whatever, you know what I mean? Um, I've done all these things trusting Him. And I've learned over time just to trust Him now. And I don't care about the chaos or, or the loss. Or the this or the that or the other thing because yes because what he has is so much greater because think about it like this isn't the peace in itself worth it yes haven't you experienced a peace in your life now yes. even even if you screw up you're like oh yes. you don't have it anymore for a moment you know just those moments of yes. peace 
You talk about it all the time. You crack me up because you used to be just like me when I was younger. But just those moments of peace is what God wants us to have in every moment. He doesn't want us to go back to what he saved us from. He didn't save us from things you can see, touch, or feel, or smell, or anything like that. He saved us from what was inside of us. Ourself. He saved us from ourselves. He saved us. He saved us from jealousy and anger and hatred and unforgiveness. He saved us from the things that control. Remember, I was telling you those things have been controlling you since they happened, and you've been out of control in them. Do you understand? He saved us from from ourselves, from those things. He saved us from what the world has done. He talks about it in the Bible. You, what your forefathers have done to you. Right? We're living the way we were raised. And we hated the way we were raised and we're treating our children that way. And all these things. You understand? <clears throat> right? And um but he saves us from that. And there's a we, we live in a peace the world doesn't have. There might be chaos all around me, but I don't know it. I really don't. You know, even when people bring me their chaos. I just love them where they are, but I still don't experience even their chaos. I was sharing that with you earlier. Do you, you understand? But how many times do, do we get caught up in their chaos? We even take their side against a brother or sister or this or that and the anger and everything else, right? Take my side, man. Right? You know what it take is, my too? side right now. And this is what I used to see all the time is, is this, okay? Paul comes to church angry. He's just angry, talking stupid. He don't care. Next thing I know, stinking Jacob's starting to act like Paul. Why? Because you bring that spirit with you. And and, and, and we're so we're so caught up in those kind of things. We get caught, right? We get dragged right in. You get it? Yes. But a Christian who's who's living for Christ instead of for that person or those things or the world anymore, right? He can be around that without getting sucked in. Because he's living in the peace of God that the world can't offer. That's why all the scriptures make sense to me. You can tell me, oh, all the, they all make sense to me. You understand? And I'm far from perfect. God, I, God's been dealing with me hardcore lately. You know what he's been dealing with me about? Giving him all the glory. Because in our humanness, we want, hey, look what I did. Oh, I was real good at that. Oh, I this or that. We speak in such a way sometimes that we should be bringing him glory. And instead, we're glorifying ourselves. We're trying to make or what we did. Yeah, even the most simple things. Like, why did people lie? Why did they lie? To either cover something up or to make something sound better so they look better. They cover it up to protect themselves, and then they, they, they say it out loud to look better. That all, every bit of that takes away from Christ. Every bit of it takes away from Him what He did on the cross. Lord said, when we put God first above all, because of His love, it transforms our selfish disobedience into complete obedience. And then our true heart's desires are good. Choosing obedience to God benefits us and everyone around us. Man, someone sounded like a pastor over there. See? See what he just said is our true actions in Christ bring glory to God. Yeah. And the glory that, that is brought to God is not you and I praising him, it's other people seeing him. Right. Yep. Do you understand? It's beautiful. 
but we're in the way. Christ saved us from the things that we're in the way of. I'm sorry, nobody understands. No, I do. Oh, yeah. I'll just I go do. back to my stuff. No, but then See, when like we get in the way, we're dropping our own lessons that he wants to give us. Hello? I'm here. I'm listening Yeah. Yeah. And the blessings that I, 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 I listened to, to today and listened to, I was listening to what the Lord did to his life. And he says, he lost everything, but he has nothing. But what he has, that he's full of rich, the love of God, Jesus in his heart. And for him, he's fine. Look at Christ. He said, uh, you want to follow me? I'm going to have a place to lay my head. Because it didn't even matter where he laid his head because he was serving his father. Right. No glory. He wouldn't even play his head. He would just go and serve him. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's like, and that's the kind of weird concept because we all have to have all that, you know? Yeah, we complain after eight on the ship. <laughs> and we complain. complain after four. Complain. Oh, yeah, I complain after four nowadays, sister. And we complain. I'm not getting enough sleep. I'm tired. The kids. You're like, you sleep. Wait, you stop working? Why? We complain. But I, but even though when we complain so much and we spend time with the Lord, He makes time. He gives you time. He, he gives. That time he makes that time. His, his, when your time becomes His time, that time becomes way greater. Yes. Same with finances. When His, when, like I learned a long time ago. When I share my first fruits, right, and all of what I have is his, when you have the right heart and mindset and you serve your first fruits, then everything that belongs to you is his, and then you have so much more. So much more than you ever thought you could ever have. You don't even know how. Yeah, the whole, the whole thing is interwoven. And then what I was trying to share with you earlier is that even though we're, we're, we, he wants to be intimate individually with us now, um, where before he did it with a whole nation, and he, and you could tell by by the the uh, things that happened because of one person messed up, he he the whole tribe or the whole nation would be in trouble. You know what I mean? Um, he wants to be intimate with us one on one, right? So that we'll be intimate with each other because that's what the whole Christianity calls us to is to love one another the way he loves us, right? And to forgive one another. That's all Christianity is. Because what does it do? It fulfills the law. That's right. That's what I'm trying to say. It fulfills the law. But in the fulfillment of the law, it interwovens, it interwovens, it, it puts us all together as the body of Christ. You get it? So he works on us individually to create for himself, right? A, a, a group, a, a bridegroom, right? You get it? You see all the scriptures come to life in it? Yeah. It's pretty beautiful, but you know we haven't gotten off First Corinthians chapter 13. 13. Well, it's good. We went off it. Saved by grace, uh, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the Father. I have a little friend that's good. I'm saved by grace. I think I'm saved by grace. And George, I'm saved by grace? I think it's either them all or Memos are George says Matthew six twenty four. No one can serve two masters. Either you'll hate one and love the other, or you'll be deceived. 
to the one, or devoted to one, and despise the other. We cannot serve both God and Jesus. Yeah. And people can say whatever they want. I hear it all the time. Okay, and this isn't judgment. This isn't in judgment of them because I do the same stuff when nobody's looking. You know what I mean? But I hear it all the time that I'm not doing nothing wrong. I'm this, I'm that. And the whole time the Holy Spirit's convicting their heart because we're not right. And He wants to make us better. You know, it's like you said earlier. And I said, as most people, <coughs> the boys talked about it in their sermon. Ask, seek, and knock, right? Am I right about that? You guys use yeah. that? Okay, look at The way I see that scripture is we start to try to get close to God. Like we want to know Him, you know? So we're asking things, right? What up, dude? Get it? Yes. Okay. But then we start to seek Him a little bit and it starts to hurt. That's what I was saying. Right? Like you Why said. Why are you doing that to me, dude? And then we just look. Yeah, then we walk away. We get drifted. We yeah. just get drifted. Yeah. But. If we'll stay there and accept it, uh-huh. it'll change our life, and all kinds of doors will be open to us. Oh, I changed yeah. my life, dude. You get it? Yeah, I do. Because <laughs> changes is good and will be under his life. Ding, 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 ding. If one day we're going to live in him eternally, yeah. I'll start getting pretty good at it now. Yeah. Hey, you got to want to know you want to be in heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not going to... Mm-hmm. Go to heaven and you can do what you want to do. Yeah, most so Christians <laughs> today, most Christians today have no clue about it and they don't even want to know. Yeah, God, God only wants those who want to be there. That's why He gave us free will. That's why He doesn't force us. He only wants people that want to be, that want to spend eternity. I've had people in Bible studies tell me, almost yelling at me, like raising their voice, like, why are you talking about heaven like that? We're not even there yet. Da, 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 da. They're, they have no interest of even going right there. Then. <laughs> I'd like, be in heaven now. It's like we talked about it. Paul said it a minute ago. What's your hope? Yeah. Okay. I don't hope for anything here because anything I want, I can I can work for and go get. That's the truth of it. That hope's a godly hope. That's something that we know is waiting for us somewhere, but we don't possess it yet. You get it? But we experience it in the Holy Spirit through Christ. Right? He said that he, listen, here's what he said. The Holy Spirit's a deposit of that which is to come. So when you guys feel the Holy Spirit, like you were in the Holy Spirit today, right? You felt empowered, strong, like you were learning, like like it was 3D coming off the pages, right? Okay, that's what heaven's going to be like 24-7. You're in the presence of God. So it's a deposit of that which will always be. You get it? Yeah, you can. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Holy Spirit starts out your eyes. Yes. But he reveals it. Yeah. How heaven is in his word. So you're, you're, you're having that one of intimate. But our hope is to be in the Holy Spirit 24-7, which is why I showed you earlier. Mm-hmm. Here, because we're saints who sin, he lives in us. Mm-hmm. But there we'll be saints without sin and we'll live in Him. So, so our hope is what really is going to be when we're in Him. So when we're dry, is that because we're not doing something right? Because we're we in the need world. to be. Yep. It's so hard to accomplish, sister. It's so hard to accomplish. Okay, He doesn't. 
Honestly, he doesn't expect you to accomplish it overnight. No. What no. he expects, what he expects, though, we talked about this a lot, me and Jacob, and we came to the right conclusion. I think. I think so too. We, he, what he expects is for us to keep moving forward, to never yeah. give up, to keep trying. Yeah. You get it? Because he knows the world we live in. He knows. Listen, we read it. She read it to us the other night. He knows who we are. Yeah. We read it to us the other night. Yeah, if, we make, if we say we're without sin, we make God out to be a liar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? Why doesn't that? It's kind of deep, right? You know what that means? That means that we don't need Jesus. God the Father sent his son to die for our sins. You get it? Yeah. And and if we're without so we could be without sin, then, then God's a liar and didn't have to send his son. Got him. Ouch. You know, the the, 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 the the answer is easy. It's the execution that's hard. And it's only hard until you until you become the execution. Until you just let go. That's right. We just have to continue, like, is it Jacob digging the well of the water? We just have to continue digging and yeah. digging, faith. having faith. Not in ourselves or in what we think or believe, but in what God is calling us to, is what you were saying before. Remember I said our first call is to be in Him? Mm -hmm. Get it? Get it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, I have so many people come to me, oh, I had this one lady, oh my God. I don't want to tell you guys. George says, the light Jesus reveals our flaws, and that's when you have a choice. Not Be transformed, choosing God's standards, life, of life, or remain disobedient, ignore God's standards. Death. There's no choice. There's no other choice. And saved by grace says Psalms 103, 14, where he knoweth our Father, our he knoweth our frame, and he remembers that we are dust. Yeah. There's one scripture I really love, and somebody read it the other day. I don't remember right where it's at. But it said, um, oh, I just lost it. Dang it. It said, uh, it went right with that. It said, uh, almost like, we're, remember somebody said we're a work in progress when we mentioned it? I think it's in Romans, but it says, uh, what? You all right, all right? The old, no. I got to find it now. See what you guys did? The old is yeah. No, but he said, what he's saying is that, though, he's saying that um, even though this is still happening, like we're a work in progress, you know, he's covering us. Right. Even while we're yet sinners, he died for us. Yeah, that's the ultimate one. Yeah. Is that Galatians? What I'm talking about, yeah. I think it was in Romans, but maybe I don't. Oh, well, Romans and Galatians are pretty close in that spot. Yeah, but it's like um, it's like I was trying to tell uh, my son. We can't judge that. It, the person could be totally acting out of. Like I know people that I love in the Lord, and they don't do the right thing all the time. Yeah. You get it? And I'm talking about even people in leadership. Yeah. They don't do the right thing all the time. Okay? And they get caught up in things all the time. I can't really judge that because I don't know where that person's at. I know that what they share is loving the Lord. But the Bible tells us to share, to truly share loving the Lord is loving each other. So if what you're doing is going against somebody, that's not showing the love of the Lord. That's showing the love of the world. Right, our old, our old nature. You get it. So, but I still can't judge that because I don't know what that person's going through. 
I don't know what they're struggling with. God knows that person's heart. Yeah. It's a complicated situation. Yeah, because yeah. at the same yeah, time, you're easy. like, Everything you're saying, everything you're saying, I'm thinking. Yeah. So, and if the same thing, like you're lying. You put no, in the other part would be like hypocritical. Like you're being yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. hypocrite. Yeah. Because if an outsider looking in sees you only to Christian, if he's not flying you know, the word of God and partly it's like yeah, Christians are. So not one person can be no, because but you don't know where you're at. watching. Yet. And the one person does run it in their walk. And the one person does run it. So I'm thinking everything she's saying. Only I'm not saying it to the person. I'm praying for the person. I'm trying to lead the person in the right direction. I'm trying to do because I'm not God. You get it? But if I condemn the person, then I'm playing the part of God. Because the person's already being uh, chastised by God because he chastises those that he loves. You understand? You know the kind of responses I get when I love that person anyways? I get phone calls from them later apologizing or saying, hey, don't take what I said and, you know, this way or that way because I know the enemy was or something. It always happens. But if I, but I would never get those phone calls if I spoke what I thought. Um, you get it? Because I'm not God. I just need to love that person where they're at, just like I would love a new father. You, you understand? You're, you're an example of what you other person should me too. Because he's on the gun because now that person got to realize the mistakes. Let the Holy Spirit convict him. That, that uh, James says, slow to speak and, and slow to become an I was like, And you need to know, and you and also need to know said, you can trust that person. And I, but I also said, and at the same time, when you read at me, the passage that they also spoke to me, too, because like, what? Like, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. I mean, they be like, the last person to think of. Yeah. You know, there was something that uh, was brought up yesterday in the study, I would say. It was, they were going over Acts and Paul's conversion. Paul's, Paul's conversion. And on the road? On the road. And so the thing came up is like, what are some people, or have you in the past, judged someone based off of their actions or by the um, way they were? And so what you were talking about is going into that. Because how can we judge someone? Like if you were um, in the eyes of the disciples at the time, right? And you saw Saul, you would think, man, there's no way he can be saved. Because this man, he doesn't even want the Lord. He's killing everyone who's coming against the Lord. Next thing you know, he gets saved. He gives his life. And when they first hear it, they're like, no way that this guy gave his life. There's how no way. How can I follow him? Yeah. How yeah, can how he, can he how just can lead do us? a 180? Mm-hmm. And next thing you know is he writes most of the New Testament. 
because of everything he's gone through. And so tormented the whole time the way he used to torment. Exactly. And so something that was brought up. God didn't choose him for being tormented. He chose him because he knew his character and he would be willing to be exactly. tormented. And so the thing that was brought up is don't judge people in any way, shape, or form. Don't think that there's no way they're going to give their life because no matter what, one, you don't know what God's going to use them for. Mm-hmm. And two, you don't know the how close they are to um, coming to the Lord or how far away they are. I believe the whole time of Paul's life, even when he was doing those things, just like when we were doing things, the Holy Spirit was calling him. Mm. I believe that with my whole heart. And so when he got struck down on the on the road there, got blinded. That's you know, why he, he says, knew who it was that did that to him. You understand? Because he had been being called the whole time. That's why I love that because when I was called, the same thing happened. I was fighting it. I was a drug addict. You know, I was out of control, and I was fighting it, and fighting it, and fighting it. You know, like I knew there was a God. And I knew He was calling me, but I wasn't going to change. You know what I mean? Right? So when that change came, I knew it. And it changed my whole life. Isn't that crazy? But but boy, I went through all kinds. I call it self-destruction. But I think, like Jordan said, that Paul used him because it happens to everyone. Like he said, don't judge because you just don't know. Well, the same point. God but doesn't call us to judge. But too because other people, I don't know the whole story, but from what it sounds like, maybe I'm speaking, it would sound like it would bring more people to believe, right? That was like a... It did, he, he was so radical because he used everything that he was doing against the Lord for the Lord. Because in, in Saul at the time, because he was later converted to Paul, but Saul of Tarsus, this man would go and he would kill anybody who was a Christian or who was a follower of the way. And literally, he even went to get a letter from the high priests to go and kill anyone in Damascus that would even say that they were a part of the way. Actually, he was sent to arrest them, but it was going to be to put them into it. Well, yeah, sorry. In that arrest. circle? In that circus? Into a situation where they would be killed. It would be like the arenas. Yeah. Yeah. Black, yeah, it could be like This is moment. the way. But, uh, and so, instead of being this man who was against the Lord, he was doing the exact opposite now. But he was doing using that same radicalness, that same uh, perseverance and passion, everything that he was going against the Lord for the Lord. He talked about it in one of his letters about that we premeditate on the sin, take that sin, and like you used to premeditate on, and now do do that same thing you used to wait for sin and uh, do it for the Lord now. Be premeditating, doing the things for the Lord that you've been saved. Yeah, yeah. He says too. He says that. Uh, Say that again. Be premeditating. Yeah, like, like, have you ever like, you know, it's not, you know, it's sin, but you're like, oh, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna go do this. You plan it out. You plan it no. out. The time, you know, like the times I'm preaching you know? and you're That's trying. And, yeah, the times I'm preaching and you're thinking to yourself, I wish you would shut up so I can go do all these other things. <laughs> no, I actually don't feel that here. So, 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 you're like here. <laughs> <laughs> you're like other places. Yeah, like I was what telling him, 
Um, he ordered. What was it? When did we do the He ordered Stephen to be on Monday. On Monday. Monday Jordan on Monday. I was like, man, it was just. It had to be one of those days, but I knew. There, you keep your butt inside the house, you know. And I was like, man, I need to find something to do. Right now, being bored, like I don't trust myself, you know. And I'm like, I don't have. And um, (laughs) we leave and we're coming back, and they're like. I felt like God say, "Oh, you're bored, huh? You need something to do. Here you go." <laughs> They're right and then there. She got mad because yeah. she got a little sunburn. <laughs> no, I didn't get mad. I was like, "Oh man, darn it!" But it was, it was. Yeah, Joe it, said. Joe said he ordered Stephen to be studying our first monitor. Mom said Nick got an interview on November 22nd, two days after Matt's birthday. Pray that everything goes well. I wanted to say one more thing to that, and that is that Paul says, um, why do we judge our brother for, for, the, for things that we're doing, or, or even doing that are like that thing, same thing? You know, it's like none of us are perfect. Oh. Yeah, like, that's like the only thing I really get mad at, which is myself. Because I remember scripture like that, and I go, I want to get mad at this person, but then I realize, so I get mad at myself. Yeah. Now, I honestly think this, you know, now that we're talking about this, I want to share something with you guys. I honestly think, I honestly think this and believe this in my heart, that we should be able to confront each other at any time in love. Right. You know what I mean? People, well, I don't, people don't accept it, but we should be able to. Yeah. That's why we, that's why, in, you know, in our first sermon that we did, we encourage people partnering up to keep each other accountability because it does tell us to confess our sins to one another. Yeah. It holds us accountable. And it says if you, if you see uh, your brother doing wrong, hold them aside and yeah. speak to them. And love yeah. Them. yeah. Or, yeah, there's so many different ones. Like I think it's in James, right? He says, uh, "If you see us, it, it was okay. If you see a um, brother sinning, but it doesn't lead to death, you know." Yeah, that's what he was quoting, right? That's like chapter one of James, isn't it? Yeah, I think that was actually. Jordan brought us through James so many times. You therefore have no excuse to pass judgment on someone else. For at whatever point you judge another, you are condemning yourself. Because you who pass judgment do the same things. Yeah, that's what Romans I was talking about. Two, one, right? You know the depth of And, they, and, oh, yeah. and Paul stole that from Christ, okay? You know the depth we were talking about earlier? I used to tell people this, okay? It'll come to you right now, okay? I used to say, if I could walk around without judging somebody, I would be invisible in this world. Mm-hmm. I would literally be invisible in this world. You want to know why? Because everyone judges everyone. Yeah. You know what reminds me, you, you, you know what is a good scripture to remind me from not doing that? Is uh, the one about mercy. If you give mercy to your brother, then you'll receive mercy in heaven. And like, uh, it's got to be the prayer, I think. Oh, the one you're thinking of is uh, if you forgive your brother their sins, then the Father in heaven will forgive you of your sins. Yeah, which is like mercy, giving mercy exactly. to everybody. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like they're doing mercy. something wrong, we just give them mercy, you know? So if you're like, if you're always giving mercy, you know? I'll find that for you. 
then you're like, okay, all the things I did, God's in his mercy for it, you know, like, because you're like, or I will do, you know, all those things. That, oh, <laughs> Matthew 6. That was Matthew 6, 14 and 15. Where does it say? Matthew what? 6, 14 and 15. Where does it say that every day there's new mercies in the Lord? Oh, because every morning I wake up, but it's a new day. It's a new mercy. Is that in Ephesians? No, it's, a, it's an Old Testament. Well, they might have stole it. Anyways, I didn't know where it was, but I should have said, we should probably read some of the Bible, don't you think? Mercies are you. Oh, we are. We're just, we're just we're quoting it. Yeah. Same thing. Okay. Right? It's on our hearts instead of in the book. You see, these Bible studies are better than <laughs> just going through the book. Well, we gotta, you know, what a scripture said. The Bible study wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a Bible study without the Bible. I'm talking about book by book. And I say it's coming out of our hearts. <laughs> Questions about fasting. That's where we're at. 18? 2.18. Mark 2.18. Oh, yeah, that's where we're going on. Psalm 30. Psalm 30? Psalm 30. 20 minutes left. Get your prayers in a moment. You want me to read this part? <laughs> no, no, no. We need, to, we're, we need to study. We don't need to read it. Well, I'll read through it, then you can back up. All right, you go for it. Now, John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting. Some people came and asked Jesus, How is it that John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees are fasting, but yours are not? I love that. I want to break that down right now for you. Ooh. Keep on. Keep on. Break it down. Jesus Sorry. answered. Break it down now. Jesus answered. How can the how can the how can the guest of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? They cannot, so they cannot, so long as they have him with them. But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, and on that day they will fast. No one sews a patch of unshrunken clothes on an old garment. If he does, the new piece will pull away from the old and make the tear worse. And, uh, and no one pours new wine into an old wineskin. If he does, the wine will burst the skins, and both the wine and the wineskin will be ruined. No, he pours new wine into new wineskin. Amen. I go over it. Said you well, hold up, hold up, hold up. So why do we read uh, Romans, I mean, First Corinthians 13, 13? Why would we read that? I was trying to think of the first one. Faith, hope, and love. And what do you see here? Amen. I see all of it. Explain. Break but, it down, bro. But <laughs> well if I break down just the if I break down just the uh the first verse, it'll break down the rest of all it. Alright, go for it. But um, now John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting. Uh, some people came to, and asked Jesus. Here's here's the thing, you guys, about the whole thing is uh, uh, there's been times in my life where I wanted to fast, and there's times I still need to. You understand? 
I'm not like I used to be though, where I wanted to all the time. Like I used to do three days a month when I was a baby Christian, all the way into for years. I used to do three days a month, and uh, and I always try to make it on a day when I was going to preach, so that it would be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then after church I'd go out to lunch with everybody, you know. But um, because I felt like God was showing me things to to bring at that time. You understand the beauty of that, and um. And in doing so, what I didn't realize is in doing so, God was shaping my life to be with him all the time. You get it? And that's the beauty of fasting and, and praying, okay? Is he shapes our lives. Like we talked about earlier, what keeps us from just giving in to him? Why right? we ourselves? But when we fast, right, then then we're we're pushing everything away. And we're doing it, even food, everything that feeds us besides him, we're pushing away. And we're staying in constant prayer with him to get through all the different... You know what it's like when you're hungry? What's it like when you're hungry? Like, you have to eat, huh? It's like your body starts to act funny and starts to tear you down and everything, right? It drains you, right? Well, every single thing in the world is an addiction just like that. Everything in the world is an addiction like that. Okay. So when so when 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 you're fasting, you're you're purposely doing that, but you know in your heart and mind that God's going to fill you in the place of that. You just have to get through something. We talked about getting through, so we can hear Him and stay with Him, right? Um, so that's what fasting really is about. So it, it it it's it's changing our lives and making us right with Christ, Amen. But when we get to that point where where we're where we're fasting. And we start to feel God come in. It's like Jesus in the desert. Somebody mentioned a week or so ago uh, that after after the devil was done tempting him, then angels came and attended him. Okay, when we get through that point, then Christ is right there with us, and He's attending us. Amen. He's taking care of us. He's feeding us. He's giving us all the things we were fasting for to get. You see what I'm saying? So when we're in that moment, then we don't need to to um, fast for things. It took us fasting to get there, but as we got there, our life changed. We got closer to the Lord. We understood it better. You understand? I have a question. Though. Yeah. So how did, um, let's see. Um, so how did John and the Pharisees decide to fast? Same, they were fasting. John, I'm sure, and his disciples, he was leading his disciples to um, fast to ask God for something just like I was just explaining. The Pharisees maybe too, I don't know, but it, we see such a uh, uh, the Pharisees put such a hardship on people that I think maybe it was self-righteous for them. Well, I think it also had to do with tradition because they did it out of a tradition instead of doing it for like a reason. It became more of a self-righteous And that's why thing. they were pointing out how come they're not doing it. Yeah, they actually so, sent people because their that. heart was in a different spot, you know. So where their heart was at, it was almost like they were doing it for a tradition. And see what he's saying, and the way he's talking about them is where I was going to go with the people that that came and, and asked. They were sent for a reason. It was to it was to contradict Christ for what he was doing for, for what they were doing. Okay, that's the same thing as this. At the end of this scripture, it's the same thing as this. Okay, why would you put new wine in an old wine skin? Okay, 
The Pharisees were living in an old wineskin, and Christ was the new wine. There was no room for the new wine. You get it? If you... I'm not gonna lie, I'm lost. Okay. I'm okay, like where, where no, tell lost. us where you're at. I don't know. Where so basically, John and the Pharisees fasted for a reason, like you said, right? Right. And then, what were they fasting for? No, they weren't they fasting. They weren't fasting. They oh, were with. Saying, they were with but Jesus. Weren't they fasting yeah. for a reason? Like, they were with Jesus. You understand? But how I see it here. And he's right about that when he said tradition. But yeah, so go ahead. How, yours I, I, how I see it here, like how I see it is that the, Jesus was there. Yeah. I felt like there was no need. But one day I will not be here. And because you're going to have to be in communion with me, you will have to fast. In other words, so we could be like, so not like this, we'll come together like this. That's why I was explaining what I was explaining about fasting. Understand? Yeah. yeah. But what happens is the. the, 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 So lost, Sarah? Are you lost? You got that lost look on you. Well, I'm hoping that it'll all unravel as we read it again. Yeah, try yours out. Go ahead. Jesus replied, Do wedding gifts fast while celebrating with the groom? Of course not. They cannot fast while the groom is with them. What happens at a wedding? We drink, we party, we celebrate. We eat, we feast. We wine, we feast. Okay. Right? When we're walking when, when we're walking with Christ, mm-hmm. you get it? Yeah. That's the way we, we I was sharing right. with you earlier, that's that peace without all that drama. When we're walking You get it? Yes. But when we have all that drama, we can't get past it to receive that peace. Mm-hmm. That's when we fast. Right. And it says, but someday the groom will be taken away from them and they will fast. And what happened what happened when when Christ was taken? Every one of them were grieving. They locked themselves behind uh, closed doors because they were they were scared that it was going to happen to they them. They went back to their own ways. A lot right? of them went back their own ways. All this stuff, right? And in order to get back to him again, they had to. They had to come back, come to, back him to him way. that way. Besides, who will patch old clothing with the new clothes? And it's the old to the new. He's talking about like this. Have you guys ever worked with leather? No. You ever worked with leather? You have an old pair of leather pants, right? Uh-huh. You take a brand new piece of leather and you stitch it over that over that hole. It won't look nice. No, no, it's not that. That that won't look nice either. You're no, right. Leather leather shrinks. Leather shrinks. Shrink. So so it as it nice. starts to dry out like the pants you're already wearing are dry, it's going to pull out all the stitches and tear it even worse. You get it? Yes. So Christ came to fulfill that Old Testament law. Right? And he set us free to live in him over that. But if we're trying to put, just like the most of the New Testament is written about Jews coming into the Christian church and trying to get the Christians to revert back to being Jews, to do to, to be Christian Jews, to to still follow all the old law and, and yet believe in God. You know what I mean? That's tearing that old that old patch away. They were just teaching us that the law above Above Christ, anything above, yeah. like we said so, earlier. Going back to the question, yes. I, 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 I could be wrong. Why was John fasting with the Pharisee? No, well, no. yeah, what? he was actually fasting with his disciples. With his disciples. Yeah, and so people were to, 
as we can read, people were paying attention to John, and people were paying attention to Jesus. At some point, they ask who John is, right? I think in the book of John, it goes pretty deep into that. Is John one of his disciples? Yes. Okay. Yeah, John, well, John the Baptist oh. is who we're talking about. Oh, that's who, okay. Ow, oh. ow. Oh. Crazy okay. John. Crazy John. And that's, in the, well, I didn't read the, the Bible, but that, was that in the movie, it's, it was his cousin, is that really yeah. true? Yeah, that, that is true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. When you go back, oh, neither one of those, Ruth is an Old Testament. Oh, At the very beginning, when John, so, or Jesus is being about to be born when he's still in his mother's womb. Oh, Martha. that's the... Uh, Mary and uh, Martha. John, no, Martha. No, no, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, thank Elizabeth, thank you. Elizabeth, thank you. Uh, <laughs> when they came together, Elizabeth and uh, Mary were both pregnant at the same time. This was before Mary even told Elizabeth she was pregnant and they, the baby jumped in their womb. You can read it but, Luke. It's a beautiful yeah, story. Yeah, Luke, look at it. It even says who they are to each other. I believe what it was Sarah or Elizabeth is my cousin or something. Second cousin, I think. Yeah. But but you read that, okay, because there's beautiful stuff in there. Like, they're, they didn't have phone calls or emails or even to send a letter. But Mary got out of Dodge because she was pregnant, you know? Back then, they would kill you. Yeah. She was pregnant without being married. You understand? Out of Dodge. Okay, so she got out of Dodge and went to visit Mary, or uh, Elizabeth. Right? And the Bible says when she walked into the house that Elizabeth started to prophesy about her. The Holy Spirit came over Elizabeth she began to prophesy about her being the, the mother of the Son of God. So she didn't even know she was pregnant. You understand? Oh, so she didn't know Mary's pregnant yet? Mary knew she was pregnant already? Well, or no? no, yeah, Mary knew. But, like, you know, Mary sent her an email, hey, I'll be there shortly and I'm pregnant. No, there's nothing like that. So when you read the story, it unravels that way, you know what I mean? Like, whoa, like, that's beautiful. The baby spirit. Now, why are we talking about this when we were talking about fasting? Because we're talking, we're trying to, we're trying to figure out who John was. Yeah, oh, John. Yeah. <laughs> because well, that's who John is. No, no. So John the Baptizer. Okay, because I want to. The Baptizer. That's the Baptizer. John the Baptizer. So he was fasting already. He was disciples. Right. It is because he was getting. He knew Jesus was there, but he was already or. Yeah, he could have been. It could have been, and it could have been that, that he, he tried John to be in, in his world. I don't think that life. what I don't think that what John was doing was like what the Pharisees were doing. Right now, I personally think it was probably the Pharisees who sent them to ask those questions. No, I I I, I kind of agree with that, but <laughs> the so Jesus is with his disciples when and they're not they fasting, right? It? John's with his disciples and they are fasting. And the Pharisees, they fast, right? So why why are the Pharisees doing all the things they do? It was Mark two eighteen. We talk about it all the time. The law. No. Before the two eighteen, right? Right. To look good, yeah. Because they're always praying outside. So people are always looking at Pharisees. People are always looking at John, and people are looking at Jesus. And Jesus, when he got baptized. Uh, he went away. What he did is he shows that John the baptizer and Jesus are on the same accord in what's going on, right? So when these people come, why is John? Why is John, John's disciples uh, fasting and not your disciples? You know, and stuff like that. 
well, Jesus simply says it is uh, is because I'm with them, right? Because when you fast, uh, you become you get closer to God. You get closer to God the, with the right heart, yeah. right? With the right heart, yeah. Right with the right heart. Pharisees would do it probably to because Jesus talks about it all the time that the Pharisees would uh, do it. He, in the mountain sermon, he goes, when you when you fast. Don't make un don't contort your face, you know, and show that you're fasting in front of others. Like that's all the receipt. Yeah, like yeah. You're suffering. Instead, throw water on your face, you know. Like, that's between you. That's yeah, it's between, between you and the Lord. And the Lord. You know? yeah. Otherwise, that's you've already intimate. received your reward. Yeah. You know, like it's that intimacy that you're having with the Lord, and you're in. in your right. So, you're, so when you're fasting, you're having this intimacy with the Lord, yes, right? Yeah, well, well, what's Jesus doing with the disciples? Um, He's having that intimacy with, his, with, them, now, with them now. Now, right? right? But see? one day I will not. Right, and that's when you go fast. You see? Ah, we got it. <laughs> He's with them. He's with right? them. Just like no, if you were fasting, you were gonna. No, So now I have another question about fasting that we're in that subject. So when you're fasting, there's no water. You can't drink water. No, no, no. You can fast like People whatever fast you. What is consist of fasting? Yeah. People fasting fast is food. taking out something People, from your uh, life. Usually it's food. Yeah, but it's it taking could be something out of your life and focusing yeah. on the Lord during that time. I say that because there's electronic fast. That's like a so, modern. That's so a modern no, yeah, definition of fasting. Fasting is legit, like the the food thing. Yeah, you that's get rid of the it's food. mainly more yeah. the food. It, it, it's the food. Fasting is the food thing. Um, your body can only really last. If you're super strong, like five or six days without water, you can't. But you can you can go you, know you can go weeks. Oh. You can go weeks without Jesus. Food. Jesus did it for forty days. You know, I, I think oh Jesus did it for forty days. But he didn't. The Bible no, you'll die. He fed that they were. He fed his people. They're gonna faint while they're walking. So it take them three days to go back in a journey. There's a, there's a scripture so, we're going to come so up with. So assuming it was three right. Now I kind of right? see that. Thank you. See yeah. But there's a scripture coming up that says that as they're walking through the grain fields, the disciples were grabbing wheat, and it was a Sabbath day. Is that what you're talking about? And no. Was not supposed to eat. No, Jesus, Jesus said, he said it in, in one of when he was in the sermon in the mountain or whatever, I can't remember, but he fed, he fed his people, he fed the people before they went home because it's oh, a yeah, three days yeah. journey, right, they're, they're going to faint, so I'm taking it now, it's only three days that, yeah. as a human, Jesus was our Lord, he went through 40 days but I don't think we could do that no I we think, I think in here if he said three days I want to say three days isn't it like seven days. it's like seven wrong. days without water you're gonna be dead yeah you know I don't think you can make it like five or six days is like yeah. if you're a strong person I think I think seven days without water you will die yeah and, your body and is like your mad. I forget how many your days body's without food 14 water, days without food it's used up yeah but yeah. here's what I want to explain something with you guys to bring you into perspective because he was talking about something, and he was like, no, let's just all of it. And it is only just about the food is what the scriptures say. Right. But when you give up the food to seek God, 
in that you give up all those other things. Right. Right. You understand? Because because your if your mindset, I can okay. When I quit smoking, I started eating candy. I could put something in the place of that, but that's not what fasting is about. Fasting is about seeking God with your whole heart. In yeah, that. that's what I wanted to get to. And so when you do, those other things start to go away too because they're distractions, and you want to hear from God. Yeah, you want to hear Him speak. Amen. Yeah, it, I only know from experience from fasting. Yeah, that, that's what you do when you do when you fast. I almost said do do that. But um. But uh, that's what you do when you fast. You you set time for the Lord because you want to you you want to you want the Lord to show you something, or you need to you need to grow closer with Him. There there's an aspect of it that that you spend your day with the Lord instead of just skipping out on food. You know, it's one thing to, it's one thing to fast and and do other things, but like for instance. Sometimes, sometimes the times that I have fasted, they don't feel like a fast to me because I've done other things, and it's just filled the filled the void of food. You know, I've just kept fasting. myself busy enough for a day and a half, and then I'm not. I haven't been hungry the you whole just time. You either need to fast longer or put more time aside. Right. right. Because when you fast longer, you that time just all of a sudden starts to come. Right. Well, because. Yeah. Like for me, it takes like almost two days before I get into that mm-hmm. that wonderful. There's like a wonderful okay, time. Yeah, there's like a wonderful time. It's about for me. It's you a day get and past. A half. You get You're past right. the hunger. For me, yeah. it's two days. You're, You're right. right. I get past the hunger. I get past the thirst. Everything. You're thinking clearly. We're so full of junk. That's the beautiful part about it too. We're so full of junk that. Um, we're not even in control of our own lives. And when you get all that junk out of your body, you start to think clearly. You start to feel better. Everything about it changes, okay? That's the same thing with sin. Yeah, and, and that's what the representation of fasting is. It's a, it's a representation of a physical thing you're doing to get rid of. And it's a representation of pulling that sin out. Like, I, like I've fasted to have more self-control before, or I've fasted to learn something new in the Bible that I've been struggling with to, to just, or I, I, I have fasted to uh, get ready for a sermon you know stuff like that like, there, that's what I learned yeah and um, but if you're not it, it's where your heart's at when you fast because like I've done a two day fast and never felt hungry at all because I've, I've replaced it with doing other things and not spending time with the Lord that's what that's what the true fasting is, is taking the time out and say, I'm not gonna do these things. I'm gonna get right with the Lord, I'm gonna spend time with them, I'm gonna wait on him, you know, uh, for these things. Because when you fast, like there is so much empty time where you're just listening. And I love it. That's the best part of it, is you're emptying yourself out. Yeah, you're just you're just you're just listening, and that's what that's what prayer is all about, is listening. You know, and that's what that's what fasting teaches you to do. Do you guys worship too? Of course, we have this worship. Worship, worship you mean when you're fasting. Life. Oh yeah, when I remember. We're supposed to worship all the time. To worship is prayer. It is uh, being with the Lord. It is spending that time with the Lord because it's putting the true worship 
My best times in the Lord like that was like I would I would catch myself praying or something and I think five minutes went by and I'd I'd get up and go somewhere and look at a clock or something, it'd be like two, three hours went by. You know what I mean? It's like those things we should be experiencing all the time, but the truth is we don't, and we should. You know? And that's what that's that's what this is about. Because it's in those moments, you guys, that brings us to a place where 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 we're one with God, and and when we're like in that place, is what Jesus was saying. When when the when I'm with them, they don't have to. Why would you fast when the when the right? Like, there's no point. You know what I mean? I'm here with the you. Lord, but the Lord's right there, right next to you. And there's been moments in my life. There's been moments in my life. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but where like somebody will call a fast or whatever, and I choose not to because I really feel connected with God in that moment, in that, right. in that time of my life. You know, so so I see a lot of that here too because right. it goes back to what you were saying when you you're talking about stitching an old or, or putting. Let's. I like the other one better putting new wine in an old wineskin. What happens when you make wine? I don't know. My, my dad used to make wine. My dad used to make wine, and he would put a balloon with rubber bands on top of the bottle. Because the fermentation process puts off gases. Uh -huh. My dad would put a balloon, and he'd get those balloons and he'd put helium in, the real thick ones, and he'd put rubber bands on top of the bottle. And those balloons, we'd go in and look, he'd have to set the jars away from each other because they'd get this big inside the pantry. And then when they went like that and they just drooped over, then the wine was good. It was ready. You understand? Sometimes we'd be sleeping and we hear a huge pow. So if you took old wineskin that's already dried out, right? Because they take they take new wineskin and put wine in there, and it'll stretch with the wine doing what the balloon did. You understand? Yes. But if you take an old wineskin that's already been dried out and sitting on a shelf for 100 years, somebody's drinking that or whatever, and try to put new wine in there, it's just going to burst open and everything's going to pour out. Let's go. You get it? Yeah, so now... That's now, a representation of the old wineskin is the, the way of the law, where you put the law first. Yeah. And I want to go one step further than that really fast, because I know Paul keeps looking at the clock. I want to go one step further than that, and that is this, Okay. Because we're not Jewish, we're not Jewish, and we don't fall under the law in the way that Jewish people do, or the way that uh, a Jewish person might come in here and try to get us to do isn't happening, or even other religions or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, I like to look at it like this: for us, is that uh, the law is our old life, right? If we try to put Christ into our old life, right, we just make everything about Him to others carnal. You get it? It just yeah. You understand? Yeah. It's like it's like he says: if you cast your pearls amongst the swine, the swine. What's your pearls? I found a pearl, right? I went and sold everything I, I possessed and owned to buy that pearl. Amen. It's the word of God in your life, and and so you cast that amongst swine, 
right? They're gonna they're gonna um, uh, what does it say? Trample it on the ground, right? And then turn and try to devour you. You know, it's like um, try to devour you. Yeah. So it's like. Um, where am I going with this? Uh, new wineskins. New wineskin and old wine, right? Our, our yeah. taking, taking, putting Christ in our own life. And a burst. It's not going to happen. It doesn't. It's not going to happen. It can't hold it. Okay, when people bring the world into the church, and I see it a lot, come in here with an attitude. You come in here like you can't get past what somebody's doing, and you can do it better, or any of that stuff. It's all nasty to me. You bring that stuff into the church, you make the church carnal. Remember I told you, you say something to her and she gets mad at me? Yeah. <laughs> you make the church carnal. Right, you understand? right, exactly. And, and that wine's getting burst. Burst, yeah. You have to put in your heart, right, Christ. You need to put a new heart, new wine. Amen? Amen. Take it. You touched it. I mean, I could be wrong and somebody could take me on a way better trip than that, but that's the way I see that. Yeah. And I think it relates to the very first verse. Yes, it does. Oh, okay, so going back to Corinthians 13. 13. Oh, bam, girl. So what, Faith, hope, and love. Where did you see it at, though? Where did you see it at? Uh, Don't try to put me on the spot. <laughs> no, he he asked you a question, and I was curious because he oh. went to like something. Uh, well, that's where I was gonna go. So you, yeah, she led the she led it. So go ahead. No, you showed it. We asked you because you shared it. What did I share? The whole the whole thing. Well, the I've whole, been sharing the whole last thirty minutes. The whole thing I shared was faith, hope, and love. <laughs> They're fast, they're fast. <laughs> All right, so I guess I'll share with you guys. Yes, please, thank you. <laughs> Let me off the hook, sister. I see love. I see love in the in the aspect that uh, that uh, the uh, I see love and faith actually. So in John and his disciples, there's faith there, right? And they're they're trying to. Closer, closer to God in their in their in their fasting, right? And then I see in Jesus' disciples, He's there with them, giving them the word they need. You know, the love. That heaven came to earth. Yeah, the love's all there, and then they they're just you know that that's where. That's I see I the see hope. It. I see the, the faith and the hope in the first. The whole. I went to John because he explained it. Yeah, John goes into depth on it. Yeah, I, I was reading that when you guys were talking earlier, and that's why I missed what she finally yeah, got. Because in, in the first that. section, I do see the the, the, the faith, what the hope, thing? and love, and then it was just love, the whole right back there. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the whole thing, and, and I think, like, I really do think though the the the. the Metaphor that Jesus is using in the or the analogy, right? It's one of those two words. Um, I think it does does quite a justice in, in the aspect of the way Matt was showing us and the way that uh, uh, we were sharing it. Um, that if you're rigid in your idea. Whether you're rigid, it's still in your life in the low, in in the world, and you give your life to Christ. Well, you know it's going to rupture, 
you know, things are going to collapse, and then you're going to go, I tried doing this for the Lord, right? But it's also the same way as when you take when you take it from the laws, but um, you're rigid in your idea of who God is, and you're like, no, it doesn't work this way, so it ruptures too much. So the new, you have to be an open mind, like how he says, you have to be like one of these little children to come into the, come into the, come into heaven. You have to have that open mind to soak in what, what the Lord's trying to share with you. You know, because that's what that's what little children do. They learn so quick from zero to five. They learn so that's like the most important aspect of their life is they can take in so much because they're sponges. Yeah. Right. And, and that's a, that's the same way that we're supposed to be. And and we will blow out like a wineskin, you know, and then when the time's ready, we'll be ready to share it with somebody else. John says it like this. This is beautiful. He's, this is one fourteen. He says, The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only. You know, let me finish it. Who came from the Father full of grace and truth. Amen? That, to me, is... Like when we fast, right? What did he say? He says, we have seen the glory, the glory of the one and only. Where did that, where did that come from? He didn't just see Jesus and say, oh, this man right here is the glory of God. He saw Jesus come in, in the image of God by truth and grace. You get it? So we saw the glory of God through through truth and grace, amen, through the one and only he said. And that's what we end up seeing the same way, you know, and he goes on to say, John testifies concerning him. He cried out saying, this was, this was he whom I said, he who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. You see, so he's testifying, right? For the fullness of His grace we have all received by one blessing after another. That's what you and I were talking about, growing in Him. We're missing out on the blessings while we're not. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth. That's the, the rigidness of the oldness. But grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God but the one and only God, Jesus who is at the Father's right side yeah. like and a, has made him known, amen? Like the the law has always existed, right? Um, it's just it was given to was given to the Jewish people and and they 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 they, they didn't do it wrong, they just put it higher, you know what I mean? Like you can read Job and Job was called a religious man, right? Well, it's because he lived in such a way. So Abraham as well, you know. But these Pharisees, they, they, they put the law above their faith, right? It was always the faith from the beginning. You want to explain a little bit in, in Hebrews? Like the, the, yeah, the, the Hall of Fame or the Hall of Faith, you know? They, they kind of break it down. Yeah, they, they break it down quite, and they go through every yeah. story, you know, in the Hall of Faith. That's where I'm at right now. So that's when you reset that. Okay, now I'm understanding what I'm reading. <laughs> I'm a little bit now. But you're right, yeah. You're right. Or dude, you're on to me. When they started figuring out the law, Deuteronomy, it becomes much more of 
loving. So I, I love that. Dude, you're on to me. They're figuring out who the Lord is. Because if you read the law that was given there, it's much more loving. It was really the, the law. Like that's where all Jesus quoted the Old God, Testament a lot. In the beginning, God placed those law with the really deep. Those law was deep. Yeah. Well, if you read Leviticus, it's like, it's like, all right, we're all dead. <laughs> You know? <laughs> but when here comes Jesus, you know, okay, so kind of. You know. It's like we needed the law to show us that we were sinners. Yes. yes. And, we need, and we need Christ to take away the sins. To take the sins, yeah. Because yeah. he knows. When I say that, I put it to you like this, okay? The day you die, you're going to be in sin. But he takes away our sins. Even if we're committing them, he, he took them away. You get it? I get it, yeah. There's a depth to that. And that's the reason why we try, we strive to be like him, not to do him anymore, because we know the price he paid for it. I think it's a little reminder. You always, you always share that thing. Wherever you go, you take Jesus with you. Yeah. So you, so it, to me, I think it's like, remember, that sin that you're going to commit. Jesus, right there. You see this scripture up here? That's the one I've been trying to keep face to face with me lately. Is First uh, Corinthians thirteen four through eight. Okay. If you can keep that before you in every situation, yeah. and you can do all things through Christ. It says, it says love is patient. So if you are patient in every situation, right? Love is kind. If you're kind in every situation. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. My son crying. Uh, yeah. Right there? No. That's yeah. the, the character of Christ. Which the fruit is the like this is put in the door. Like, let me read to you. Ready? <laughs> oh, this is a nice one here. Uh, Christ is patient. Okay, Christ is kind. He does not envy. He does not boast. Christ is not proud. That's literally what he says right there. Sarah is patient. Sarah is kind. She does not envy. She does not boast. She does not proud. She keeps no record of wrong. Amen. You get it? And that should we should take that. We should take that here. Every I got respect for people who say that too because they understand it more than just words you're saying. That's what I love. That's what I love about love, right? Love all chapters. Love all chapters. What what real love is? Yeah, but that's not what I'm trying to talk about. Tuesday, we say we love. A lot of people say empty. Yeah. Real love is what God says. But people who say like I'm not ready so yet, the scripture said they understand that what will take I don't know what I told somebody. I think it, I think it's way better to say that than just to say the scripture. Wouldn't you be more responsive to saying the words? Yeah. And you're like, man, you said the words for him. Because yeah. your life never changed. Could you imagine answering for that one? You know what I mean? Only when you go up there and you're like, oh, I was going to do it in like a week. You understand? You know, it's, 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 it's
You know what I mean? Because you yeah, still the enemy stole us. Like I said, I was duped by the devil. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ gave His life to redeem us and restore us. The other ones, like oh, yeah, so you know what I told them? You know what the ultimate thing was? Christ didn't die on the cross to save your life. If he died to give us our life, yeah. you know, there's no life in sin. Also, the sin. The but the gift of God, which is Christ, yeah. is eternal life through him. Amen. Amen. You get it? That's some crazy stuff, but nobody's listening, so it doesn't matter. I can't get these women, I can't get these women to listen. No, just my mom still. She's she's kind of spiritually going through some struggles because of everything's going on with her. Prepare the company. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's like well, that's why he put you in charge of it. So you recall the lead. I know he's having a good time, so it's not that he's going good. Any other? Prayer request? That's the one that he's always done. Use a telescope. I guess. Boy, his son looks just like him. Same eyes and everything. A little rounder in the face. He sends me all kinds of stuff. I podcasts. Listen, listen, let me know what you think. Says she's taking pictures of Hebrew. What the heck? Not because I send it to my son. He's like, like, we want to know, okay, this is what I read. Here we go. I want to know what this is. Oh, that's my son. He goes, yay. Well, <laughs> you you want to know the honest truth? <laughs> that's what I wanted to be for Halloween. <laughs> he said, that's, that's me, Jesse. I swear. Next year's on. So you can read the promo to hear a Like, that's like a real fine print. Yeah. Is it working for you, Paul? Yeah. It really does. I can get it pinpointed so perfect sometimes. I can read real fine print. Alright. Oh, Sorry, you know what? I want to pray over my kid's dad, Chris. You know me? I know her. He's coming soon. Jesus, you trigger. No, kid. No. No. Over there. No, I'm today. I think it's something weird. One. Something in the water. Maybe or lack of water. I don't know what it is. There's no water in this. So wood. No, it was maybe for that. Is that it? My head's not straight for some reason, but I think it's all because you turned it. Maybe. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what dad's dad always thought. Why? 
says stuff like that. Well, your head's not straight because you've turned it. <laughs> I want, so when you pray for me, I want to pray that I put time away so I can study. And finally, do my exam. There's been so many things that, you know, are that for all of us? But that's important enough so that we can get pictures. And I don't have to keep worrying about the bottom. So you can do the blood. Vampire. Okay, good. Pray for us. Good call to us. Pray for us before your dad falls asleep on the way. <laughs> He's already falling asleep. What up, bro? Alright. Dear Heavenly Father. You know what I love when we pray was uh, Antoine's son. I love when he prays. So What's up? What's up, dude? I love you, man. I hope your day's going good. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Dear Heavenly Father, we just, uh, Lord, thank you for this time that we had, Lord. Help us just to, with what Jacob said, help us with all of us, Lord. Help us to put away time for you. To, instead of tithing all this other stuff that you don't even need, Lord, that they use, help us to tithe our time to you. Help us spend more time studying you, Lord, and finding out what you're talking about, what these things are talking about, Lord. Help us just to focus more on you and less on ourselves, Lord. Lord, we ask that you would just have your hand over this study, Lord. As we go home, help it to be applied to our lives, that we would apply it more, Lord. Help us to seek you, Lord, and find you, Lord. Lord, we ask your hand over every chair in this church, Lord. That you would be with each person that's meant to be here and those that are here help strengthen them Lord to learn more and to be leaders that you're growing growing up in faith Lord, Lord we ask your hand over next interview just to help him Lord this is the job he's meant to have Lord and we ask that you would just help it go according to your will and your plan Lord. help him to have favor if it's in your will if it's not, then Lord, show him and close the door, Lord. We just ask you, Lord, for his life, Lord, and we ask your hand over. Oh, the new Jansen baby that was actually born, uh, help, him, help her grow up into an amazing person, Lord, focused on you, Lord, help the mother, and just help them all, Lord, out there. Keep them all safe and in your care, Lord. We ask your hand over Jackie's son, Brian, Lord. Just help him to let go whatever it is, Lord. I always think of that. Whatever it is, Lord, help him to seek more. Help him to find exactly what he's looking for. Because what he's looking for is you. What he's looking for a hope is looking for something. And what he's going to come to realize is that you're the only hope for you're the only thing that satisfies you. You're the only thing. Help us just to help him to find you, Lord. And help multiple other people to come into his path to show the love from you, Lord. We ask your hand over Matt's mom, Lord. Just strengthen her faith, Lord. 
in these times there's doubt, Lord. There's where you start to doubt even your own faith, Lord. Is this really what what it says? Is, is heaven real? Stuff like that, Lord. We ask that you would just protect her, guard her heart, remind her of the faith that she, she held on for for this long, Lord. Help her to see your hand in her life, Lord. Take away the pain and help her just to be healed if it's in your will, Lord. Just be with her each and every day, Lord. We ask your hand over Jacob's company, Lord. Just continue to have the, help him go well, Lord. That everything would go according to the way you planned it, Lord. The people on leadership will lead the company by your hand, Lord. By the way you would want them to lead, by the way you lead your church, Lord. And help those bids that to go according to your will, Lord. It's meant for Jacob's company, Lord, that they would just a little bit more time to get everything corrected, everything finalized, Lord. If it's not meant for Jacob's company, help it go to the company it's supposed to be with. That they would use it, do well with it, Lord. That they would do right by the customer and right by the by the people that they would show your faith, Lord. We ask your hand over Sarah, Lord, as she was asking for more time to study, to put away more time to study, Lord. We ask that you would just help her, Lord, give her the knowledge that she needs, point her into the areas to, to go, Lord. Help her to have your hand over her life, Lord. To show faith in all things, Lord, not, not just one thing, not just here or there, Lord, but in all things. We ask your hand over um, her kid's dad, Lord, Chris, just be with him as he comes out, Lord, be over the kids, over the whole family, Lord, help everything go according to your will, that he would see your love, Lord, that he would see your hand, the lives that you've placed, Lord, just be with them, help everything go your will, your will be done. Have your hand over everyone here, Lord, as you go home. Keep us safe and in your care. We ask these things in your name. Jesus, name and say. Amen. Good night, everyone. Take Orlando for me. Have a good night. We got the news today. On the way he was going in this morning, his yeah. daughter and baby daddy, they've been together for a long time. They were getting married at the court today. Well, I was hoping it. I was just hoping it. I'll take a look.